welcome back to Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Network here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the very best new daily fantasy app anywhere where Wall Street meets 161st Street meets Main Street. I just love it, and we're not just talking it because the logo is up in the corner. If you're following the Twitter handle at MLB Moving Averages, that's at MLB Moving AVG. We are up in the market every single day making money. I took a $20 free promo and I'm now up over $3,400. That's like 17,000%. And without like a true jackpot, it's a testament to how much winning we've done. You just have to be sharp. I've laid out some of the reasons why jock market is so many greater than signs, better than standard DFS. I didn't play jock market yesterday. I wish I did. You know, that does move kind of fast. I'm covering so much information. I have my article out at The Athletic, but today we will be getting back into the market. They now have early slates and late slates. Gotta love every bit of it. And I think the center of the work begins here at Cork Stats on the Mayo Media Net every single day, Monday through Friday, where the very best thing that we could do for Jock Market is identify strong stacks and splits that we want to go after. Remember, there's no pitching. I really encourage everyone to get up on the app, play with the free money, hang with me. I'm going to walk it through it. We are making money every day with the picks I put out here or on Twitter. Again, we're going to try and highlight splits here. And then as the day progresses and lineups come out, you stick to the Twitter handle. MMN got your back. We are going to get you hooked up all the way up to lineup block. So just stick to the Twitter handle. We'll put the names on it. You put the names in the machine. The machine gives you the money. We will rinse and repeat that cycle. We've really been killing it. Let's dive on into some of those splits I was talking about. Vinny Velasquez is back. The home run machine. He's had a two home run per nine. Three different times in his career. He's going to be facing the Mariners with some pretty strong right-handed bats. I'll be looking for Mitch Hanniger. Again, I did think he would hit a ding-dong yesterday. We got the barrel off Bundy. We didn't get the home run. Most barrels are home runs. I'm more into input stats than output stats. Give me the hitter. They hit home runs in bunches. I really like Hanniger today. Also, Kelnick should be back in the lineup and if he's going off cheap. So, right, we're going to not only give you names and unlike other daily sites where the price is already set and everybody could pile in on the quote-unquote free square, Jock Market just doesn't work that way. If everybody wants Hanniger, Hanniger's price goes up. And that's what we want. We want the chalk-eating donkeys to be punished for that. And if he stays cheap, then we'll be on him. So generally, we'll chase up our stars. Let's say to 6 or $7. I generally try not to pay more than 8 because the top score returns 25 It's hard to be a 3-to-1 return when there's 100 players in the field. Jock market, again, being more about identifying values. You don't want a catcher. You don't need a catcher. You don't want 9 players. You don't need 9 players. If you'd like more on one player, more leverage, that is, than other players, you could do just that. Jock market being the center of flexibility. So give me Kelnick, give me Hanniger. Let's move over to the Dodgers facing the Twins. Andrew Haney, another home run machine. That's really always what we want to be looking for. Jock market and daily in general, right? When we're talking about DFS, any kind of daily sports are point leagues, which means they're more or less OPS centric on base 
plus slugging. We need to get on and we need to get bases. I know I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but just for any maybe new players jumping on, I've seen those viewer counts really starting to pop. I appreciate you, everybody getting up in the comments. I'm trying to get to every single one of them. We appreciate you. Without no you, I'm just a man screaming at the computer. So Andrew Haney's going to give up a couple home runs today with the career 1.62 home runs per nine. We're going to be looking at Twins righties. Give me Polanco, give me Correa, and big Miguel Sano. Again, we have to make sure they're in the lineup. This show is the first inning only. We're going to get into the other innings and all the stuff that comes with hanging with Big Johnny and the Mayo Media Net. You, it cannot find a better resource anywhere. I'm including the pay sites, and we're 100% free. And if it's free, it's for me. Third game, we're going to be looking at Smiley and the Cubs against... The Pirates and Quintana, we've got multiple home run machines in this one. Smiley with almost two home runs per nine. Last year, we want to be looking at Pirate righties, Brian Reynolds and Michael Chavis. This is the beauty of the jock market. Again, a guy like Chavis might get circled in DraftKings, get a ton of ownership. But in jock market, if the price is low, it means the ownership is low. The things work hand in hand. So when you identify true values, you are going to get paid on production unlike other daily sites where if everyone hits the free square it's actually could be a net negative so again jock market sign greater than sign greater than sign greater than sign other daily platforms so we're going to be looking at the pirate righties on the other side quintana 10 home runs he only faced 200 right-handed hitters last year he gave up 10 home runs. So we'll be looking at Cubs righties. Give me Contreras. Give me Wisdom and Seiya Suzuki who just hit a home run. Again, home runs come in bunches. When you're looking for home run plays, don't be afraid of chasing the guy that just hit one. In fact, for me, that more validates it than anything. They come in bunches and they go in droughts. When we're looking for home run calls... Give me the home run pitcher with the home run hitter that really is seeing the ball well. Again, we don't want to marry ourselves too much to recent stats, but if you tell me someone just hit a home run, I could probably tell you a few things. The seeing the ball well, the timing is on point, and they're healthy. It's almost like what more could you ask for outside of actual plate appearances. So there's a bunch of daily plays for yourself. I know I had someone ask me if we'd cover daily. When we cover Jock Marker, we are covering daily. So you want to stack Seattle righties. You want to stack the Twins righties. You want to stack the Pirate and the Cubs righties. All right, let's hop into the second pillar of the show. Again, if you're unfamiliar with what we're doing here, welcome aboard. We really appreciate you. It's all about you, the Cork Stats crew. We're going to be doing daily jock market like we just did. The second pillar will be fantasy. We're going to go around the league every day and cover everything pertinent. I got incredible feedback from yesterday's segment. Again, if you missed it, I ran like a starting pitcher look-ahead matrix, if you will. We know we see the team matchups, but I ran everything with teams and opposing pitchers. Ran you team by team, all 30 teams. All the two start pitchers and who we want to be looking at and why because of the matchups down the line. That feedback was really, really good. Get at us and let us know how we're doing in the comments. So fantasy at the center, I think Tuesday. Man, we had a ton of news. Let's dive on into it. And then 
the subsequent effects. Again, I really want the show to be actionable. I never want to be thought of as someone who just kind of goes through the motions and I just kind of cash a check and walk away. Never been my style. I want not only the 10 and 12 team home leaguers to say, wow, that's a pretty good show. I learned something. But even the sharper players. So um, let's get right down into it. Excuse me just one second. So this one starts with bad news as always. You know, there's always going to be a ton of injury news as the season progresses. Danny Jansen, the catcher for Toronto, who I was really high on, got off to a hot start. And again, if you know you're drafting fantasy catchers and you get multiple home runs, that's all you need to be like a C5, right? The top five catcher. Jansen looked like he was well on his way, surrounded with the best contacts on earth. And he hit the IL, and it came out late, and I took a zero like many others. We cannot do anything about that, but we can worry about the future. I'm actually looking at... Mariner catcher Cal Raleigh. He, you know, was a minor leaguer getting his first taste, but he broke club with the big club. He's a plus hitter with Tom Murphy in front of him, who is a minus hitter, right? He's a negative, negative, negative in the box score. So if Raleigh is decent defensively and he's getting the majority of plate appearances, even if he's on the strong side of a platoon, which it looks like he might be working his way towards, he is getting starts. Um, I think that's a place to go look. Outside of that, I think more of a method for looking for catchers, and I'm sorry how simple or simplistic this may sound. Search by plate appearances. You just want to know who's playing, maybe outside of Martin Maldonado. All right, let's get back into it. Nick Martinez started for the Padres. He looked really, really good. We kind of had a feeling that might be the case when they locked him up. So he has been available in a lot of leagues. I think you might want to consider adding him. And now it is kind of funny when you say when you think about the players I'll mention adding in even ten or ten twelve team leagues. I think we almost forget what format it is when it comes to pitching. If you think you're getting good pitching, it's you take it into sixteen league or an eighteen league. Forget that it has to be fifteen. When it comes to offense, it's really you know plate appearances at all. When it comes to twelve teamers, it's solid plate appearances. Right is the defining characteristic when we're adding trying to you know choose between formats but when it comes to pitching man it's almost all systems go if you get a pitcher on a good team that could get a k per inning or more and looks like he might limit runs you got to go with it so add nick martinez yesterday poke high four touchdowns for dylan bundy he looked really really good after that barrel of hanover i thought maybe the wheels would fall off i've never been really a bundy guy but he did look good the market i'm not sure has come around to him just yet he again is a player possibly worth adding and holding on to. I don't think you even have to roll them out there, but there is something to be said for churning that bottom spot on your roster. So don't be afraid to add Dylan Bundy. Taiwan Walker went down for the Mets yesterday. you got to add David Peterson. I think he came right into the game, so that would keep him on rest to take Taiwan Walker's spot. Peterson has shown he can be effective in the past. Mets already tapping into that depth. Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals is cleared to throw. I love Jack Flaherty as a pitcher. That slider was one of my favorite pitches in the game a couple years ago. But all the injuries, if you can get anything for him, I'd probably be looking to sell Flaherty, right? Maybe you could sell him in a trade. Oh, he's starting to throw. And before you know, he has a big game, you want to get on him. You know, Try and sell it in your league if you can. I always try and use the trade block, right? There's some more of the methodology, how I get down the method to the madness. I don't mind putting stuff on the trade block. And seeing, you know, maybe someone will bite. You never know what the 8, 10, 12 other 
managers are thinking. Over to Tampa Bay in the flat fish of Florida. Ryan Yarbrough to the IL. Luis Patino hurt early. Leaves the game. The Rays carousel continues to spin around and around and around. The subsequent move for us here is Tommy Romero. Now I know he's been added in a lot of very sharp leagues, but not everyone plays in 15-team NFBC formats. Tommy Romero could be really good. you got to take a stab on it. He was excellent in the minors last year. 2.61 ERA, .96 whip, 145 strikeouts in only 110 innings. So Tommy Romero could be really good. Whenever we're talking about the Rays, there might be usage issues, so this is not like guaranteed SP1, but again, back to pitching, its importance in fantasy formats universally. Go get Tommy Romero. Over to the Angels. Taylor Ward is back. I mean, I, I, I thought coming in, he would be the odd man out. I, obviously, Mike Trout is a GOAT. I was really big on Brandon Marsh. I was really high on Joe Adele. I didn't really think there was a spot for Ward every single day, but they did say he would play when he came back, so he should be coming back, and the question is, will Joe Adele be sent down? I'm really hoping not. He's one of the, you know, I drafted a ton of him. I wear my, it's not a loss yet, but I wear, you know, my moves on my sleeve. I showed you my work. I have a ton of Joe Adele. He hit a home run yesterday. Hopefully, that will be enough to make them think twice before they send him down, but very hard to tell what Madden and the boys over there are going to do. Let's head over to beautiful San Diego. Blake's Snell hurt his groin. Ay, 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 Will we see Mackenzie Gore, right? Whenever right the door, what the window closes, the door opens, or something with one thing, there's another. Whatever. It had something to do with natural equilibrium. So, with Snell out, as soon as we're done wiping away the tears of all the wasted draft capital, you know, it is a groin. It's not insanely serious just yet but we do know how these things can kind of snowball with setbacks or just second opinions so again the big question is whether or not we'll see Mackenzie Gore I think he must be added in all formats just in case you know if you were on Romero when you saw Yarborough go down you don't have to rush to pay for him with Patino down so this just might be one of those where the early bird will catch the worm you know in that will save you that draft capital or even just help you get the player. Let's go to my New York Yankees. Jordan Montgomery got, oh my God, he got smashed in the leg with a comebacker. I would not have been surprised if his leg was turned into strawberry jelly. But my dude is a gamer. He went out there and finished. And it was funny. The blurb said, you know, his his leg was swollen. Yeah, his leg was swollen. I'm surprised it was still attached. So, you know, hat tip to Jordan Montgomery. But we do know the adrenaline kicks in. And that may have been what kept him on the field. He just may have swelling or bruising that disallows him from making his next start. I think we would see Clark Schmidt. Another really nice piece. Again, you have to probably be in a 12-team league. I don't think he's 10-team viable. But in a 12-team league, adding Clark Schmidt and potentially getting a pitcher for the New York Yankees, even if it's only once, could be some really good context. Schmidt, again, has a lot of upside with some injury risk. But if he's healthy that day, then you go get him. Last up, everyone's darling right now. It's Steven Kwan, outfielder for the Guardians, who I was drafting absolutely everywhere. I didn't know why. He was falling to the point that he did. I think that was a bit of bad team narratives. I was into Miles Straw. I was into Stephen Kwan, and now the world is as well. But I would say he's probably format dependent. If I had a chance to trade Stephen Kwan in Roto, I think I would do that. Uh, he's not really a box score filler. He's more of a point league guy. Like I would. It's funny, and this goes to show you how format dependency really matters so very much. You know, he's 
huge in point leagues. Like I would pay, I would buy high on him, especially in keeper leagues, point leagues. You could have a pure start on your hands, like a 450 OBP kind of guy where you don't necessarily need crazy slug, crazy OPS. But in Roto, if he's not going to be hitting home runs and really not going to be stealing bases, I don't know if we really have empty OBP guys. I guess he could translate into some runs, but I think I would be selling high Roto Stephen Kwan. All right, let's wrap up very last uh, thing is the bet of the day. I hinted at it before, and we're going over on this one. It's the Cubs and the Pirates. I think this one is an afternoon game. It is, so make sure if you hear, the, hear this, you hit it up. It's 410. I'm going to try and tack on another late bet as well, but this one's pretty simple. It's Smiley. It's Quintana. They give up a ridiculous amount of home runs on both sides, plus both offenses Hitting pretty well. I know people see Cubs and see Pirates and think these teams won't score. But they've each scored at least 30 runs so far. They each have a 280 batting average as a team. They each have a 340 OBP. And then, again, I know, you know I'm glad we got to this because uh, nuance and context, I really can't hammer it home enough, people. Audio listeners included. I'm making faces and moving around in my chair in case you were listening. Now, I very much would prefer to bet F5s. Those are my thing. I'd like to avoid the variables that are bullpens. Wonky usage, wonk, wonky production. We just don't know what we're going to get. Why even bother? Plus, when you bet F5s, you can get your money back in a push, particularly with favorites. If you're not ahead after five, don't you want your money back anyway? I know I do. So, F5 love aside, there is a time and a place for full game betting. I think in particular with the Ghost Runner, overs are now more viable than ever. So I wouldn't bet full nine unders because of the Ghost Runner. They also hurt one and a half spread run lines, but they're advantageous for overs. So that's the first thing we could go with a nine inning game as far as overs. And we want to be looking at bullpens. The Cubs and the Pirates both absolutely stink this year. Each has a five or better ERA. The Pirates have a 15% K rate to 12% walk rate. That's not going to get it done whatsoever. They both have worse than average home run rate. So if somehow, you know, Quintana and Smiley don't give up a million runs in regulation, I think the bullpens will get it done for us. That number is actually at nine right now. I'm almost willing to bet my bottom dollar. We're going to get some CLV on that one. That nine is going to be nine and a half. So make sure you bet the Cubs and the Pirates over before that one moves. And I know we're going to have some people that listen on the way home and that bet may not be viable again i cannot say this enough we are here for you like we're all about you the listeners and i want to be providing actionable advice that everyone can use so i also preach patience and not over leveraging so i'm not just going to say you know that we want to be just betting on anything i think there are a couple ones that i like you though even later on so again right off the bat home run machines we're looking at haney facing chris archer dodgers and the twins nine and a half feels really short the way the twins are hitting the dodgers have come out a bit slow chris archer is the kind of thing that could fix that marlins and angels i really like lazardo i really like sandoval angels offense is good marlins not so much i'd really be under that nine and a half. I'm not even sure how we got to that number. Kansas City Royals, they just got beat up a touch the last couple days with the Guardians. I think that's affected them against the Cardinals who were swinging a hot stick. But I really like Daniel Lynch against 
Dakota Hudson. I think the Royals are probably a good underdog F5 play there. So there's quite a bit here. And last one on the board, San Diego Padres at the Giants. Alex Korn on the Cobb, one of my off-season darlings. Anytime he's coming in, you know, at or around even with the Giants, I think you can get with that one. I'm actually going to be looking to keep an eye on that one before I bet it. Right now it's posted right around even money. My hope is the public loves the Padres and loves you, Darvish. If that game swings where the Padres become the favorite and we can get the Giants as a home dog with the plus half run, that is a move that I'd like to make, even if it's like minus 135. I'm scratching right now because I really am allergic to juice. But it is worth it when you get a run in a five-inning game. I mean, getting a run in a five-inning game is worth a ton. And especially to expand a bit more, right, the theory along with the practice, along with the application, what you're getting when you hang with us, and Big Johnny at Cork Stats, powered by Mayo Media Net, presented by Jock Market. Everything you need to make money in this game. So I think that'll do it. You got a little bit of everything. You got daily. You got daily stacks. We ran around the league in fantasy. I got plenty of ads on offense, some trade wrecks, pitcher ads, the whole kit and caboodle. We got an afternoon bet. We've got night bets, and we are set to make some cash. That'll do it right at the 20-minute mark. I want to get out of here. I feel like that's when people start to have said enough of you. So enough of that. Let's do more of this, and it's the closeout. Thank you, everybody, for picking up what we're putting down here at Mayo Media Net. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, get up in the comments. This is for you. I not only am here to answer your questions, Tell me what you'd like to see. I'll do the digging and do the research, and we'll put it out for you, the Cork Stats crew, kind of what we do. But remember, when I said this is just the beginning, Cork Stats, Mail Media Net, in the morning, Monday through Friday, is just the foundation. This is the first brick that we lay every single day. you got to get on the Twitter machine. Follow me up at MLB Moving Averages. It is non-stop. First things first, you get this show. Coming out soon will be the starting pitcher matrix. We let all the advanced stats, compartmentalized statistical baskets in both a total view and a matchup view per game so you could weigh those things out. Later on in the day, I put out implied team totals. I put out starting pitcher ranks. These are all MLB moving average custom algorithm productions right here. What else are we doing? Plus, of course, the betting picks. I do have a Patreon. I know you have Patreon, but you don't have to pay. It's 100% free. And if it's free, it's for me. How could you beat it? Starting pitcher matrix, implied team total, starting pitcher ranked, plus free picks. I run the algo and put it all out there. All the math is in front of the paywall for you to see. Follow me up on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages on Twitter, and on Patreon, all that. Rate, review, and subscribe. Check out the audio pod as well. We're trying to make this a show for Everyone, man, as the states are legalizing gambling, we want more sharp people in the Mayo Media Net community. So that'll do it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Man, when you work this hard, it just feels a lot less like luck, man. I'll catch you on the flip side, yo. Peace. (laughs) 